Welcome to the Liz Career Coaching Podcast. My name is Liz Herrera, and I am your host, career coach, and job search ally. People strive to find career happiness, purpose, and satisfaction, and yet end up in a career path that does not align with their goals and overall purpose. If you are launching your career or ready for your next career move, this podcast will empower you to pave your path and take the action steps to get you where you need to be. Let's get started. Welcome to the 15th episode of the Liz Career Coaching Podcast. My name is Liz Herrera and I am your host. Today we are talking about ways to improve your confidence for your next job interview. There is so much pressure that goes into a job interview. While landing a job interview is exciting, especially if you have been on the job hunt for a while, it can bring a high level of anxiety. For many people, the feelings of self-doubt tend to kick in. Negative thinking such as, I'm going to mess up. Maybe I'm not the best person for this job. There are more qualified candidates. I'm not comfortable talking about myself. And there begins the downward spiral. And you totally do not want to go into a job interview with with these thoughts brewing in your head as it increases your stress levels and nerves. And you really don't want your nerves to get the best of you. Now, let me remind you that being nervous is expected and it's okay to be nervous during a job interview. That is completely normal. In fact, an employer expects you to go into a job interview feeling nervous. And I believe that nerves, you know, you get that adrenaline going and it kind of helps you enhance your performance. We just need to make sure that those nerves do not affect your interview success. All right. So let's, let's kind of start all over again in terms of reframing. Congrats. You got a job interview. So clearly you're qualified and something about your application and resume stood out to the recruiter. This is your chance to illustrate why you are a good fit for the position. You get to show your enthusiasm for the role, the organization. You get to demonstrate how your background, experience, and expertise will benefit that company. So today I want to talk about how to build and elevate your confidence so that you can shine and put your best foot forward in your upcoming job interview. Now, of course, if you are a listener of my podcast, you know I have to share a story. And everything that I talk about always comes with with a story. I will tell you that I can still remember the first time that I actually interviewed someone. I had just graduated from college and I was working at a nonprofit organization. Um, I was an administrative assistant. And so my boss at the time, he was a, a, you know, the director. He said, Liz, I want you to sit in with me and I want you to partake in the interview. I want you to ask some questions. I'm going to be honest. I think I was probably more nervous than the candidates. I'm like, Oh my goodness, how am I going to interview these, you know, these individuals, you know, high level people. And I was looking through the candidates' resumes, and I was excited but nervous, but it was a great learning experience for me. 
And so I remember specifically this one interview that we conducted. And it was this, um, this candidate with, I mean, a top-notch resume, very impressive. She had just completed her graduate degree from a prestigious university. And I will tell you that I could not wait to meet her, but I'm like, wow, she is going to blow us away in this interview. As soon as we began the interview, I could tell that she was nervous. Every time she answered a question, her throat would get dry and she would rush through her responses. We even, you know, offered her some water, kind of calm her down a little bit. And she was just going through the, the, the questions very quickly. And she just had a lot of like shallow breathing, which really impacted her tone, her delivery. And I was feeling bad. And, and all I could think about was, why is she so nervous? She is so qualified. She has excellent experience. Her, her credentials are impressive. I was shocked. And for me, I'm like, the person on the resume is completely, is a completely different person than, than we are interviewing. Needless to say, she did not get the job. This was 20 years ago, and I still remember that interview. And since then, I have been involved in hiring committees for pretty much my entire career. I've interviewed candidates ranging from IT directors to high school principals, career counselors, social workers, development and fundraising professionals, higher ed professionals, so a wide range of professionals. And I'm sharing this because I will tell you that regardless of the credentials, the years of experience, many people struggle with the interview process. So when I work with students and clients, my advice not only comes from a place of industry knowledge, but from personal experience and being on the hiring end. So today I want to share some strategies and ideas to, again, help you build that confidence uh, and present the best version of yourself in any job interview. I am very, very passionate about this um, as I coach people through this process because I have seen a lot of high-performing candidates get overlooked, and it's simply because of poor interview skills, and I do not want that to happen to you. And I'll say that one of the reasons why people lack confidence when going to the job interview is actually basic. It's a lack of preparation. So if you have an interview coming up uh, or you are on the job hunt, you have to prepare for an interview. Even though we know ourselves better than anyone else, we can't just show up and play it by ear and leave it to luck. So let's dive into the strategies that I want to share with you today. So strategy number one, I just said it, you have to be prepared. And while this seems basic, believe me when I tell you many candidates are not prepared to answer some of the basics. So when you are preparing for an interview, you need to know why you want to work for that organization. How does this organization and position align with your values, your interests, and your overall purpose? What is it about the mission and culture of the organization that intrigues you? When I'm talking to clients or students, job seekers, and I ask, you know, well, why do you want to work for this organization? Many times they don't know how to answer that. And I will tell you that this can be a deal breaker in the job interview. I personally have seen candidates get screened out within five minutes of the conversation, within five minutes of the interview, 
because they are not able to articulate why they want to work for the particular organization. It, it's very clear and evident that folks have not done their research. And what does that show? That shows a lack of interest. Well, at least that's how it comes across. So long story short, you have to do your research and provide specifics as to why you want to work for that specific organization. Strategy number two, practice your introduction. You have to be prepared with Tell me about yourself. That's a given, right? Every time you go into a job interview, they're going to ask you, well, why don't we begin by you telling me about yourself? And I know a lot of people get hung up with this introduction. So now, tell me about yourself does not mean tell me everything about your life and what you ate for dinner yesterday. Your introduction should be carefully crafted and tailored to the position. So, You want to focus briefly on your qualifications and your strong interest for the position. And so again, this is just brief. This is an introduction and you want to speak, you know, of your current experience, uh, share any areas of expertise as they relate to, you know, their preferred qualifications, their desired qualifications. So what unique experiences and skill set you, you offer. Talk about why you are interested in the organization and the position and how it aligns with your career goals, your personal mission, um, and then share something interesting about you. Uh, again, it has to be relevant to the position and organization, so something that will differentiate you from others. You know, maybe you served as a volunteer in the past. Maybe you were a recipient of one of their scholarships. Maybe you did a charity run on their behalf. Something that maybe connects you or ties you to the organization or something that is relevant to, to the organization or the industry. Um, so you always want to have a pitch prepared so that way you can organize your thoughts and in turn, you will avoid rambling, which I think that really affects and impacts someone's confidence when going in uh, is, you know, you want to avoid, again, the rambling. All right. So strategy number three, prepare your success stories. If you have success stories um, established and, and created ahead of time, you will feel empowered, you will feel good about your experience and your background. So I'm going to walk you through an exercise that I like to do with with my clients uh, when they're preparing for a job interview. So the first thing is you have to decipher that job posting. So, you know, take out a highlighter and highlight the key qualifications, the preferred qualifications, and the skills that the employer is seeking. So what I want you to do is create a table. So, you know, draw a, a line uh, on a sheet of paper, or you could do it, on, obviously, on your computer. Create a table with two columns. One, I want you to jot down the bullet points with uh, qualifications and the skills that are required or, you know, desired for the position. Uh, I want you to look through your resume and identify roles where you have acquired some of those skills And on the right-hand side of the column, you know, side by side, I want you to specify where you've acquired some of the skills as specified by by that job posting. So this will give you a nice picture of how you meet the qualifications. Once you have compiled your bullet points and you kind of see the big picture, I want you to create 
four to six success stories that capture you using those skills. So again, having those success stories prepared prepared ahead of time will boost your confidence. And this will allow you to provide some context to the employer as it will help create um, an opportunity for you to connect and build rapport with the interviewer because you're, you're sharing stories. It will humanize you. So let's say, for instance, um, there are some skills in the job posting that you feel you don't quite possess. This is a great opportunity for you to identify transferable skills, and you can craft examples ahead of time and not get stumped during the interview. So I'll give you an example. I've had many clients that they're afraid to um, answer questions regarding skills or experiences that are outlined in the job posting that they don't quite have direct experience. So they'll be like, Liz, I, I actually don't have direct experience working with this database or I don't have experience working with this, you know, but, you know, obviously I still applied and obviously they got the job interview. And I always tell people, let's be clear, you will not have every single requirement of a job posting. I can assure you that no no candidates are going to have every single thing. So everyone will bring their own unique set of experiences and you just have to be prepared to showcase yours. So this is a great way, again, to identify those transferable skills and be prepared ahead of time with some of those success stories. And of course, I have to put a plug as a strengths-based coach. If you are struggling in identifying success stories, one way is uh, through, you know, identifying your innate talents, your strengths. And I always encourage uh, Clifton Strengths, the assessment that allows you to uncover your top five talents. It gives you language uh, to really, you know, again, help help you unveil those hidden talents that maybe you undervalue or don't recognize. Uh, and it helps you really think about the way that you approach situations and things that make you you. So again, uh, it's, you know, being able to recognize your strengths and really illustrate, this will allow you to illustrate how you have leveraged your talents in a professional setting. Um, so again, this can help in preparing those success stories. And of course, I will add a link to Clifton Strengths in the show notes. All right, strategy number four. Do not panic if you get stumped on a question. So a common concern that I get from students and clients is, what if I don't know how to answer a question? What if they ask me something and I'm completely stumped? Now, I will say it's okay to not answer a question right away. Simply say, that is a great question. I need a moment to think this one through. Don't be afraid of silence. You're having a conversation. It's not expected, you know, question, answer, question, answer. You don't want to sound like a robot. So it's better to have a second to collect your thoughts than to start rambling on the first thing that comes to mind. You know what happens when that happens, right? You start answering the question and you start rambling. And then what happens? You forget the question. Has that ever happened to you? I know that I've experienced that and I know that I have seen that in in being the interviewer as well. Um, So again, don't be afraid of silence. The other thing is you can also ask for clarification if you are unsure about the question. Remember, this is a conversation. The interviewer is rooting for you and they want you to put your best foot forward 
because they may just very well be looking at their new hire. So don't be afraid to ask for clarification. Now, no matter how tempting it is, never leave a question unanswered. Never say, I don't know. Always use every question as an opportunity to showcase a skill or a strength. So you can redirect and offer a slightly different example and say something like, well, while I don't have direct experience with that, I can offer a situation where I was able to use XYZ skills in a different context. So sometimes they are looking to see how you've used a a particular skill set and you can always ask for clarification and let them know you'll be providing a slightly different example. So you don't want to completely change the response. You can say like, are you looking for uh, an example about my leadership skills or an example about my conflict resolution? So you can clarify and many times I'll say, yeah, go for it. And then you can share a slightly different example. Uh, Now I will say, don't pretend to know something when you don't. Don't lie. Don't embellish. uh, Because that can totally backfire. Now I will say, worst case scenario, let's say you're answering a question and just as you finish responding, you in your mind, you're like, ah, I totally messed that one up. I had a better example. But then they've moved forward in the interview. Or you just didn't quite answer the, you know, the question as, as you thought would be best. Don't stress over that. You still have another uh, uh, opportunity to redeem yourself. When you write your thank you note, you can always address the question and inform the employer that you reflected further after the interview and that you wanted to share a stronger response. So remember that thank you note is another opportunity to sell yourself and remind the employer that you are a great fit for the position and organization, and another opportunity to answer a question that you probably didn't feel as confident. I, I, of course, I have to share another story here. So I can recall being in a committee interview, and we interviewed this candidate, and we asked him a question. It was a very challenging question, and he was totally stumped. And I will tell you that his body language changed, and I could tell that his confidence level dropped significantly. I personally felt so bad. And, you know, he he was able to keep up with the conversation. He he interviewed very well, uh, with the exception of that one, you know, one question we had asked. And while he tried his best in answering, it was kind of hard for him to, to redeem himself in that moment. So as you can imagine, at the end of the interview, yes, we totally talked about it. And people are like, oh, you know, the, he, he struggled with this question. However, he's still a front runner. Needless to say, within a day, we all, each individual committee member, received a thank you note from this candidate. And he addressed the question. He said, you know, uh, admittedly, I, I know I struggled with this question, but I really wanted to take the time and give you a full response. And we were, we were impressed by that. And of course, he did end up getting uh, the job offer. So he was able to, to bounce back from that. All right. So strategy number five, and this is one of my favorites. You have to get pumped, mentally prepare for the interview. So here are some exercises that I recommend my students and my clients. And I have personally practiced uh, myself. Before going into an interview, you have to practice your breathing. 
Have you ever been in a situation where maybe you're doing a presentation or you're really nervous or maybe you've heard people and they're nervous and they talk really fast or again, that shallow breathing? You want to practice your breathing because when you are nervous, then you start talking really fast and you talk from the top of your, you know, your breath and it just really affects the way that you are coming across in the interview. So try to do the long breaths, breathe through your belly, and this will definitely help you relax, especially if you're feeling a lot of anxiety going into the interview. The other thing that I love to do, and I do this, I actually do this right before doing a presentation uh, or going into a job interview, I listen to my favorite songs. Um, I love Kelly Clarkson, so I jam to some Kelly Clarkson. I have some favorites, some go-to songs, and that actually really pumps me up. Uh, maybe you prefer meditation. Meditating before an interview could really help you stay centered, stay focused, and that might be a good option for you. Another tip I have is doing some guided visualization exercises, if that's your thing. You can, you can actually go on YouTube and look for guided visualization exercises. There are a ton out there. I personally have done this, um, again, you know, before a job interview, before running a marathon. And I will tell you that it has really helped in visualizing success, uh, and has really been a, a positive impact. So vi guided visualizations is something that I would encourage you to try out if you haven't done so. And um, last but not least, I'm sure many of you have heard this one, um, the power pose, right? So the strategy behind the power pose is that you put your hands on your hips, you hold your head up high, and you basically pose like Wonder Woman. So we all know the Wonder Woman pose. If you haven't heard of this strategy, I would encourage you to check out Amy Cuddy's TED Talk. If you haven't seen it, I mean, it's been viewed by millions and millions of people. And so basically it's, um, so it's this TED Talk called Your Body Language May Shape Who You Are. And she is a psychologist and she talks about her research on how our body language can positively impact our confidence and how we perceive ourselves. So again, check it out. I'll add it to the show notes. It's one of my favorite TED Talks. All right, strategy number six, find and wear the outfit that makes you feel like a million bucks. Do you have that special outfit that makes you feel amazing? You know, that outfit that makes you feel like a powerhouse? Our attire can totally influence how we feel. And there's a term for this. It's called enclothed cognition. So researchers at Northwestern University they found that our attire can impact our state of mind and our performance levels. So this means that we can be intentional in our clothing selection based on how we want to feel. So how do you want to feel in a job interview? You want to feel confident. You want to feel empowered. You want to feel fierce. So whatever outfit makes you feel that way, then you want to make sure that you wear that to your next job interview. Now, this goes without saying that you have to be aware of industry expectations in terms of professional interview attire. All right, strategy number seven, we are moving along. You need to reach out to your cheerleader and your cheerleader is your support network. 
you know, that person in your life that you can go to and they're always rooting for you. They are always wishing you the best. They lift you up. You need to inform that person of your upcoming job interview. For me, that's my sister. For every job interview that I have had, I will call my sister and she is one of my biggest cheerleaders and she gives me tough love. Even though she's younger than me, she gives me tough love, but she always hypes me up. So when I'm, you know, when I have those negative, you know, thoughts, she's like, "Uh uh-uh, Liz, you have what it takes. You got to do this. And she has really helped redirect my thinking. And it's so great to have people like that in your network and, you know, or family, whatever the case. So reach out to your cheerleader. And if you don't have one, you contact me and I will be your cheerleader. All right. So last but not least, strategy number eight. You have to practice self-compassion. You have to remember that with any job interview, there is only so much you actually have control over. You may have knocked it out of the ballpark, but there may very well be some internal decisions that pull the hiring manager in a completely different direction. So all you have to do is, is really think about what you have control over. Right, So you have control over being prepared, being confident in your skills, abilities, and qualifications, and you want to go into that job interview knowing that you put your best foot forward and you did everything that you could to prepare for that job. All other things out of your control. So you go in with no regrets. All right, so... You know, you have to think that, that that's not easy and a lot of things, again, is, is out of your hands and you just have to keep the momentum going and know that while you may be looking for that right fit, there's also an organization seeking someone with your unique talents and experience. All right, so those are my eight strategies to help elevate your job interview confidence. Thank you so much for joining me today and allowing me to take part in your journey. Remember to embrace your unique strengths and experience, own your career story, take time to prepare, and you will rock your next job interview. Until next time, this is Liz, your career coach.